You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is avoiding pitfalls with debt resolution when qualifying for a mortgage. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post. We'll have the podcast in there, too. You can do that at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, February 1st, 2020 at 901-535-9732. Today, you're going to get some great information on what works and what doesn't work with debt resolution plans. What are some strategies that you can use first before declaring bankruptcy? I'll be covering some quick tips on keeping your credit scores high and positive actions that you can take during the season period uh, following your bankruptcy. In the Real Estate Mortgage Shop studio, for the first time, the expert in areas of debt resolution, we have attorney Bruce Ralston and Bruce, I have heard so many good things about you as a professional and as a person. And you you are known for truly helping clients resolve debt issues before even having to pull out the bankruptcy card as a last resort. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do for your clients. Well, the, first, thank you for having me, Joe. I do appreciate being here. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, and for saying those very kind things, uh, most of which are true. Um, <laughs> I uh, I call myself a debt lawyer. I've been practicing law for 26 plus years now. And over all that time, I've dealt with all sorts of debt situations. I've been helping families and individuals and small businesses deal with debt and credit issues all that time. But over the last 20 plus years, I've really started focusing on this area. And what I found is that there are no two situations that are alike. There, there are similar situations on the extreme ends of the scale with, with people who really deep in poverty that have certain issues that can be dealt with. But uh, by and large, every situation is different and you have to peel away the layers. And it's, it's very unusual for somebody to come in to see me when they only have one problem. Usually it's a multitude of problems and we're having to prioritize and decide what to do first. But I do pride myself in trying to find a way to deal with the problems head on first. If someone has a student loan problem, we'll work on the student loans. If they're being sued, we'll defend the lawsuit. If they're being garnished, we'll help them find an alternative to that. If they've got a something crazy on their credit report, we'll deal with the credit report. Now, when people have multiple problems, that's really what bankruptcy is for, is to mm-hmm. bring everything together and do it all at once. But not everybody has all those problems, and I really hesitate to put somebody in bankruptcy if they don't really need to be there. That's what you're known for, and I, you know, for helping people find the best alternative for them, not just the easiest for the attorney to do. So, right. you know, you, you really do uh, excel in what you do. So thank you, Bruce Ralston. So happy to finally get him in the Real Estate Mortgage Shop studio. Well, you know, Bruce, as a mortgage loan officer, it's such a joy and a privilege to be on the journey to home ownership with people who are buying their home. And as we're talking about debt resolution, I'm remembering some very determined families who faced seemingly impossible odds when it came to building back their good credit. One particular young family, the Flannerys, they lost their jobs, their cars, and their home during the economic turndown back around 2010 or so for them. And they had two young children, and they yearned to own their own home with a backyard again so their kids could play outside safely and not be cooped up in an apartment. The loss of the car, the health issues delayed this couple getting the better-paying jobs that they needed, so the cycle of hardship pressed down on them. And Mr. Flannery said, 
Time after time, I would finally get on my feet and something else would crash in on me and take me down again. He said, it was like a terrible movie where you just want to click off the television, but you can't because the movie is about you and you are the actor on the stage and the film is still rolling. (laughs) It was Mm -hmm. a good description. But the Flannerys, they considered signing up for a program to help them resolve debt issues, but there was a cost to the program. They tried something else, but it didn't work either. No quick fixes for them. They went to a special meeting about managing finances at a church, at their church one evening, and that is where I got to meet the Flannerys. Now, when we got to talking, they were sharing with me their story, and through um, they they eventually were able to come on Real Estate Mortgage Shop a few years ago and share their story with people um, out in our listening audience as a, an encouragement to others. But they said through a strong faith in God and just tenaciously working on their budget and applying any extra to paying off some debt and paying down some credit cards, the Flannerys emerged debt-free a few years later. It wasn't the next day. It was a few years later. I got to be on their home buying journey as their lender, and it was a spectacular celebration that day at the loan closing. But what do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Contact me at jogarner.com or call me at 901-482-0354 after the show. I would love to hear your story and explore some mortgage programs that might uh, help you. But right now, we've got Bruce Ralston. And Bruce, you are a very experienced debt resolution attorney. You know how to handle these things. I am positive that you have met many people like the Flannerys in your business as an attorney and counselor at law. How is what you do for your clients different from so many of these debt relief companies in the marketplace? Well, you, you sort of took the words right out of my mouth. I was gonna, The first thing I was going to say is that... Uh, the Flannery sound very familiar to me. I've met these people hundreds of times, maybe thousands of times, because this is these these are my people. These are my clients. The people that have unfortunate things happen time and again. You know, there there are a lot of people who make the mistake of assuming that when people file bankruptcies because they're irresponsible or or they've just made really stupid decisions. No, the the vast majority of bankruptcies are, are the result of three broad issues. There is uh, unexpected loss of income, there is illness or death in the family, and there are divorce and uh, separation issues. Mm-hmm. And most of my clients fit at least two, if not all three of those molds. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody's gotten sick or and somebody's lost a job or, or they've been separated or divorced or there's a child support issue. And this is what we see is the multiple issues. And this is why there's quite often not a simple resolution to that. But yeah, the flannery sound very familiar to me. Um, if and, and many of my clients have that goal of buying a home uh, and, and I'll and they are mostly realistic about it. I'm, I'm sure you've been around long enough to remember in the early 2000s when somebody could file a Chapter 7 today and, and buy their house tomorrow, oh, get their mortgage. Those days are gone. Yeah. Uh, now it takes years to, to rebuild your, 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 not only your credit, but your, your financial base. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Mark will be telling us about that in a little while, too. Yes. Um, but it, it is, it's a process, and you have to work the process. You have to figure out what your priorities are. You have to figure out what your problems are, what your assets are, what your talents are, and keep working uh, toward that goal. So if your goal is to buy a home, then and if you have the kind of debt issues that my clients tend to have, which is the whole broad range. I mean, I, I call myself a debt lawyer. That's not really a term of art. I kind of made it up. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's, it's my way of saying that I'm going to try to deal with whatever your debt issues are without 
just putting you into the bankruptcy bucket if I can help it. But the 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 sad fact is that probably 75% of what I do is bankruptcy right. because the people who come to me not only have all those problems and more, uh, but the, the, the fact is they probably should have filed bankruptcy sometimes two, three years ago, mm-hmm. and, but they've just been struggling. There's, there's kind of a saying in, in my business that they, they just haven't suffered enough. You know, they, oh, they, 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 people and people are people. I mean, we try to be optimistic. We try to hope for the best. We try to uh, do the right thing. But sometimes, you know, we just don't get there. Um, so with bankruptcy, one rule of thumb I have is try to project five years into the future. If you're going to be where you are now, if you're struggling now and five years from now, you're not going to be any better off or at least much better off, then maybe bankruptcy is an option. But if within the next five years you can work your way out of it, then that's what you should do. You try to avoid bankruptcy if you can. Now, there are situations where bankruptcy is a relatively quick fix, or maybe I shouldn't say it that way, but... Uh, let's say some uh, another common scenario is the foreclosure. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been, you know, they've, they've hit a bump in the road, but they're, they're back on their feet. But now they're so far behind on the mortgage that that the foreclosure is coming and, and it's and, you know a week away and there's nothing else you can do. And quite often they've been working with the mortgage servicing company um, and it didn't work out at the last minute. They call and say, what do I do? Well, no choice but to file a Chapter 13 right now. Well, Bruce, we're going to be talking with you even more when we come back from this break. And we're also going to bring in Mark Loden, who is who has a personal monthly budgeting service. He's done some great things for some people. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. And if the deal works for you today, let's do it today. When we come back, we'll be talking more about debt resolution and some things that that uh, may help you or someone you know. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. You're listening to iHeartRadio, News Radio, AM 600, WREC. All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and uh, you can connect with me at joegarner.com. That's jogarner.com. And uh, you can also subscribe and get our podcast. You can we'll throw the show notes in for you and all of that, and we'll we'll send it to you every week. You can do that by subscribing at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is avoiding pitfalls with debt resolution when qualifying for a mortgage. And we've got in our studio today Bruce Ralston, who is an attorney, and he is known for having uh, knowing how to deal with debt resolution in a way that is, he's got a great name out there in the Memphis marketplace, Bruce Ralston. And how do we contact you, Bruce? Uh, well, the two best ways are through my office phone number, which is 901 543 Five zero four five, and you can send an email to me directly. The address is attorney, the whole word attorney at bkmemphis.com. That's B as in boy, K as in king, uh, bkmemphis.com. All right. Well, you know, we do we do this just about every month, at least once or twice, and that is the real estate. Well, that's our real estate tip for pros. It's we call it the talk shop business tip for real estate pros. And um, today we have. Mark Loden. So Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in business or in real estate. Talk Shop is made possible by our financial supporters and our sponsors. And for more about Talk Shop, you can go to Talk 
S-H-O-P-P-E dot com. And our talk shop business tip for real estate pros today is from Mark Loden, owner of MKL Personal Budgeting Service. Mark, I have heard people say that you and your personal budgeting services set them on the road to getting out of debt and living more fully. Take a moment and share a tip for our hardworking real estate pros out there. Well, this is good for real estate people. It's also good for businessmen and and women and certainly for individuals. I want to talk about three reasons to replace a car. Uh, First reason would be time. When a car requires so much of your time in keeping it repaired that the cost of your time is greater than the cost of replacing the car, it's time to give it up. The second reason would be the cost of repairs. Does it cost too much just to simply repair the car. Well, how much is too much? Determine if the cost of needed repairs is greater than what the car will be worth after it is fixed. And then the third reason would be safety. Uh, You feel that the car is just simply unsafe. I know my wife had that uh, concerning a car and it was unsafe and it crashed, but uh, it died before we got to being able to fix it. So anyway, uh, this judgment may, may depend as much on the re- reliability as anything else. Uh, for example, being stranded, especially if you drive in questionable parts of the city or if you're away from any assistance, if you should be stranded, is that the kind of car that you would want to be in? It's just something to think about. And that's my tip for the day. I love it. That's a great tip. And you know, a lot of our real estate pros, we spent they spend a lot of time in their cars. Right. So I <laughs> thought that was very appropriate to talk about. Well, you know, today, since we're talking about avoiding pitfalls with debt resolution when qualifying for a mortgage, we have been talking with attorney Bruce Ralston, who has got a great name in this, in this area for helping people deal with debt resolution in a way that helps them and not just quickly filing bankruptcy, although that sometimes happens. And Bruce, before we went to break, you were talking a lot about um, the types of challenges people have when they come to you and just common ways that you go about trying to help them. Let's just continue talking about uh, some of these topics. You mentioned student loan struggles. You mentioned credit reporting, what you need to know. You mentioned lawsuit defense, garnishment. You mentioned um, bankruptcy. Let's just keep talking about that. Well, of course, I could fill the whole hour with any one of those subjects and then some, but I'll I'll try to, uh, to be a little bit more specific. Uh, so, would you like to talk about the the, the debt resolution situation as first? Uh, yeah, let's let's let's. I tell you what, let's talk about student loans for a moment. And the reason I say that is because the biggest buying market for this year is going to be uh, a lot of millennials are going to be buying homes. And one of the uh, common challenges that millennials have, especially when they're coming out of school, is debt, student debt. Yes. Talk about that. Okay. So, the statistics are pretty alarming with student loan. Uh, and over, over the last 30 to 40 years, it's been growing and growing and growing. And as we as it stands right now, the total amount of student loan debt in the country is somewhere north of $1.5 trillion. And that, to put that in perspective, that is more than all of the credit card debt. That is more than all of outstanding car loans. It's more than more than uh, HELOCs and junior mortgages combined. In the consumer arena, the only uh, uh, area of debt which, has, which is greater than student loans mm-hmm. is first mortgages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, student loans are the number one area of default. More people are defaulting mm-hmm. on student loans than any other kind of debt. And what people don't often don't understand is that 
that means something. When something goes into default, that's when it gets turned over to a debt collector. That's when they can uh, garnish your wages. That's when they can take your tax refund. Mm-hmm. And they can even sue you. And it, and it can really become oppressive. So the time mm-hmm. to deal with this is before it goes off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Right, and you have plans to do that. And I know on the mortgage side, we look at uh, two or three different products that have different ways that require us to calculate payments on student right. loans. So if you're out there, you have a student loan, you've not been able to qualify for a home, uh, give me a call at 901-482-0354. If you've got student loans that are headed into default, give Bruce a call. But Bruce, uh, you do so much more. So let's just keep running down some uh, some of the most common topics that you talk about oh so just uh just to read down the list i mean i I help people with tax debt situations both income and property tax if they're being sued if they're being garnished if they're being bothered by debt collectors especially if they don't actually owe the owe the debt now that is a great lawsuit we can sue them and they have the bad guys have to pay me so it doesn't cost you anything to hire a lawyer for that uh credit reporting issues all sorts of mortgage issues after the fact of course we don't deal with mortgages on the front end, but but if you fall behind on the mortgage or if your mortgage company is playing, playing weird games, yeah, that's something we can help with. Um, now, one thing we see a lot, and every, every bankruptcy or uh, consumer lawyer around the country can tell you that they talk to people who have been dealing with these debt resolution companies. And my short and and sweet on that is if you're if you're going to try to deal with somebody who's helping you resolve your debt find somebody local uh, i i don't know why it is uh, for the life of me i don't understand why people will pay somebody out of state that they've never met that can they never will meet thousands of dollars to, to deal with something when they could come talk to me for free mm-hmm. and I, I might not be able to solve the problem but at least help them understand what what their situation is and what their options are but this is what happens they get contacted by somebody out of the blue and uh they get calls, they get emails, and, and it sounds as if they know what they're talking about. Hey, you've got student loan debt. Hey, you've got credit card debt. Well, you know what? I get those calls, too. And I, and I don't have any of these debts, okay? I mean, I, I get those calls just about every day of my life. And it doesn't mean that they know something or that they can really help you. They're just fishing. They're, they're just trying to reel in a fish. And, and it works way too often. Now, some of these things can work. And uh, if you only have a couple of fairly small debts, maybe two credit cards, a few thousand dollars each, these debt resolution companies can actually help with that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But th- as soon as it gets bigger than that or broader than that, that's when it falls apart. And Tell me where the debt resolution companies do not work, when it actually causes your credit to be worse and you're in a worse situation and even more broke. Right. There, there's there, One of their basic strategies is to and there's there is reasoning behind this uh they tell people to stop paying this this credit card or this whatever it is uh sometimes it's a mortgage to stop paying this and then because after it goes into default then sometimes the 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 account gets turned over to somebody who's a lot more willing to want to work out some sort of settlement but in the process of doing that, you have just defaulted on that that account, and now your credit report is taking a hit that's not going to recover from from some for some time to come. Moreover, when there are multiple accounts like this, if you have ten credit cards with balances of several thousand dollars each, you're paying these people hundreds of dollars a month, and they're accumulating the money, and they're going to try to settle one at a time. That doesn't stop these other credit card companies or whoever else from suing you, and right. they will. They yeah. do. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I am the first person to tell somebody that they have been sued and that they've had a judgment taken against them and what that means. And it's it's a really bad feeling. Oh, like, well, I turned this over to the debt resolution. This shouldn't be happening. Oh, yes, it can. Right. It can happen very easily. Now you're broker. <laughs> That's a word. You're more broke. <laughs> you're more broke, and your credit is worse. So it's not always these... 
mar- these nationwide mark, uh, debt resolution companies are not always the best answer. Right. If the United Way used to have a really good program, I think that that went by the wayside. Uh, sometimes local churches or houses of worship will have a good little in-house program. If you can find that, seek it out. But really think twice before dealing with somebody from from out of state even even if they're lawyers there are law firms who do this too and they, they do the same have the same situation yeah same they're issues. they're taking your money and they it may work it may not work you right. know but you need to be educated and you're the person to do that bruce ralston he's an attorney here in town the the debt lawyer and uh, counselor in town and how do we contact you bruce uh, my office phone number is 901-543- 5045-5045. Well, you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. I'm over at Sierra Pacific Mortgage here in Cordova. But wherever your mortgage journey, I'd love to be on it with you. Connect with us at jogarner.com. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Pat Goldstein, realtor with Crylight. I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop in Memphis and North Mississippi. I might be cheap, but I'm not broke. I get my nicotine from secondhand smoke. I stand proud in hand me downs and use hotel soap. I might be cheap, but I'm not broke. I keep that thermostat at 63 all winter. I hit the buffet right before they switch to dinner. For lunch, I munch on free samples down at Sam's Club. That's good grub. I let my cell roll through to call her ID. So I can call you back when my minutes are free. I wear a wig on ladies' night at O'Malley's Pub. Yeah. It's really cool. It's called uh, I Might Be Cheap, But I'm Not Broke <laughs> by Rick Roberts. It's really cute. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, and I'm a mortgage officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also call me. I would love to hear your story. You can call me after the show at 901-535-9732. And in the studio with us today, talking about debt and resolution, we have attorney Bruce Ralston and Bruce uh, what is your phone number? Uh, my phone number is 901-543-5045, All right. And also, we have Mark Loden, who has joined us. He is uh, Mark Loden has a monthly personal budgeting uh, service. And Mark, how do we contact you? You can contact me at 901-624-0052 or my website, MKL, like Mark, Karen, Larry, monthlybudgetingservice.com. MKL Monthly Budgeting Service dot com. Okay, we've got the whole crew up here, and you can call us if you want to talk to any of us today live on February first, two thousand twenty, at nine zero one five three five nine seven three two. Well, you know, in the mortgage business, we deal with debt a lot. We also, and it comes into play uh, when you are trying to qualify for a mortgage. And I just got some really quick tips for people who are thinking about entering the home buying market and getting approved for a mortgage to either buy a house or refinance a house. Maybe you're maybe you're consolidating some of your higher interest rate debt into one low fixed rate uh, loan for on your mortgage, and I can help you with that. But uh, if you're out there trying to buy a house, you better be ready to be in a race to win because there's a lot of competition. There's very little um, uh, houses on the market out there and a lot of people trying to buy the same house. So be ready. My biggest uh, uh, advice to you is to have a very strong pre-qualification letter. 
In fact, some of my clients just go ahead and bring in their income and asset documents. We review them. I'll send them an email that says, hey, we've reviewed your income and asset documents. It looks really good. You look, you appear with your credit and your income and assets appear to be a very strong borrower. I'll send them that email. Um, they like to attach that to their <laughs> to their offer to buy the house with their pre-qualification letter. It really works magic because a lot of your sellers, they're not so interested in the highest price for their house as the surest offer for the house. They want to sell the house. They don't want to go another 30 days and have to relist their house again because the person fell through on their mortgage. They want a sure thing. So this tends to bring uh, a lot of success for people. So uh, also... What you want to do, in my opinion, is you need to find out for yourself what is your maximum comfort level, personal comfort level on a house payment. Don't depend on the software that these mortgage companies uh, have because they could approve you for a 50% debt ratio or more if you've got good credit and you've got some money in the bank. But who wants a 50% debt ratio? I mean, you can't go on vacation. You're eating uh, macaroni and beans every night. I mean, who wants that? So determine for yourself what is the maximum house payment that's comfortable for you. And it goes back to budget, Mark. Joe, that's exactly right. If you think about it, unless you have, or you're rich, there's no way you can sustain 50% of your income going to one item. Mm-hmm. Not just a home, a car, whatever it is, mm-hmm. one item being 50% or more, you can't sustain that. Not a good life, is it? No. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark, you know, you've I've talked to some of your clients, and they've been very happy with you. One guy told me that uh, you, were, you saved his financial life because he was drowning and you helped him get out of debt. So if you, if you are trying to do this yourself, look back, you know, ideally over the last 12 months, bank statements, credit card statements. But if you can't go back 12 months, if you even if you just look back over the last three months, you're going to get a very good idea of what you're spending and what you're making and maybe some things that you could cut out to free up some money. So I would recommend sitting down and doing that. Ideally, a lot of your gurus out there are saying your house note doesn't need to to exceed you know twenty five to thirty percent of your gross income. Your total debt ideally should not get you know past forty or forty one percent. So figure out your personal comfort level. Um, all right, so credit credit. Let's talk about credit. Now I'm not a licensed credit repair person or anything like that, but I've been in the business almost 30 years, and I've learned a thing or two from my clients in reading up on these uh, algorithms, which always change, by the way. But of course, never let your payments go over 30 days late if you have credit out there. Otherwise, it can show up as a bad mark against you and take your credit score down. If a creditor is contacting you about a collection account, I would go ahead and and I would go ahead and and settle that right away. Either make payments to them or or clear it or whatever. Because sometimes nowadays, what they'll do is they'll continue to report these things instead of just reporting it once and letting it age. They'll continue to come back in there occasionally and report it, which keeps your credit score down. So try to, I'm going to take a a page from Bruce Rawson. If you've got a debt issue, deal with it today. Don't put it off till tomorrow. Never use over 30% of your credit card limit. If you've got a $1,000 credit limit, never ever at any time during the month, let it go over $300. You know, it, it puts points on the board when you use less than 30% usage. At least that's the way the algorithm is now. It could change tomorrow, but right now that's how it is. 
Even if you make your payments on time perfectly on a credit card, if you're using over 50% usage, you're in like if you have a $1,000 credit limit and you've, you owe over $500, can you believe it? It's actually hurting your credit score. It's taking your credit score down. Um, stay away from 12 months, same as cash. Those things are killers when it comes to your debt ratio, when it comes to scoring, because it scores on your credit uh, report as a maxed out revolving credit card account, and that just kills your score. Please do not do that. Do not open any new accounts or add balances to stuff when you're in the middle of a mortgage process. Things do get checked after the initial credit report is pulled, and and, uh, I can't tell you how many times people have said, well, I didn't want to move into an empty house, so I took out this 12-month same as cash. Mortgage companies have to count 5% of the balance as a payment when on these 12 months same as cash, and also it takes your credit score down, and it has cost people or delayed them anyway from getting into a home. And don't get into a 12-month same as cash if you already owe money to that same creditor, because it doesn't work at all. Good point. Good point, Bruce. That is a very good point. Okay, so... Moving right along, I'm going naughty to nothing here, y'all. <laughs> there is just so much to cover on on this stuff. And uh, but okay, so here's another one. I've got clients that call me and they said, "Joe, we had a really horrible thing happen to us three years ago, four years ago. You know, my husband got sick. He passed away. We lost his income. We had to go bankrupt. Okay, we'll never be able to buy a house. That's the mantra that some of these." my clients are saying in their head, we'll never be able to buy a house, we'll never be able to do this again. They call me, I'm like, yes, you can, you can. And it depends on which mortgage product you use, and these change, so I'm I'm saying for right now, you can probably do something on an FHA government loan in two years following a bankruptcy, especially if you can document extenuating circumstances like loss of income, illness, um, those kind of things are extenuating circumstances. You wouldn't normally have to take a bankruptcy. But because of these things that were unavoidable, you had to. So if you can establish good credit during that time, and there are some secured credit card companies that will allow you to do that, you're even in a better position in most cases. But it's not the world's not over. you still got another day to live and another day to own a house. Now, bankruptcies, uh, if they include your home, and like you have a foreclosure, the seasoning time is a little bit longer. For conventional, it can be anywhere from, you know, four to seven years, depending on what, uh, if it was an extenuating circumstance, how you can document it. FHA, it's like three. Now, that's not from the day that you hand in the keys. That is from the day that the mortgage company disposes or, or, or transitions that property. And so, you know, even though you gave them the keys in uh, September of uh, 2014 or 15, they may not have moved that property for another year. So the time clock ticks when they move it out. And you often have no way of knowing when that happens. Right. You don't know when that clock starts ticking. Right. But if you if you have a question, you know, I can check that for you. We can go into the data banks of like the assessor site. We can find out when those those trans transferred again. And you've got a you've got a second chance to to own your house again. So uh, don't give up. And like the story of the Flannerys, if you missed that, catch the podcast next week. Very encouraging story. Um, there's always a way to get from where you are to where you want to go. Sometimes it takes time and it does take tenacity, but you've got people around here that will help you, like me as a mortgage officer. I'll be on your team. I know Bruce Ralston, Mark Loden, 
um, we're here to people like us are here to help you. All right, so a lot of questions I get are, okay, I didn't go into foreclosure, I had a short sale, or I gave a deed in lieu of foreclosure. I just said, hey, I can't do this, and I don't want you to have to go through the expense of a foreclosure. I'm going to hand this property over to you, back to you without having to go through all the process. Deed, of lieu, uh, deed in lieu of foreclosure. These are still, you have seasoning time that you have to wait out, but the requirements and the seasoning time typically can be shorter if you have a short sale. Now, a short sale, there's nothing short about a short sale. It takes a long time to close. <laughs> and they don't always work. And they don't always work. But a short sale is when, and we saw a lot of this a few years ago, when you owed more for the house than what you could sell it. What, than the price you could get for the house. And the bank would go, hey, we agree with you. You owe more than what you can sell this house for, so we're willing to take a lesser amount. It's still a mark against you. It's still better than a full-fledged foreclosure. So you can call me. We can talk about your individual situation. Mortgage regulations, they change frequently, as I said. And uh, to get more information about these loan guides, guidelines as they apply to you, call me. We'll talk about the specifics of your credit event. Also, I've got a link on the um, on the uh, blog post where you can go check some of these regulations out for yourself. Uh, let's see. We talked about, let's see, we've got... I've got a minute or two. I want to tell you a quick story about Albert Abbott. Of course, that's not his real name. Um, the The point on the story is don't change jobs in the middle of your loan process. And I had told Mr. A- Abbott that, and he was like, oh, don't worry, Miss Joe. I'm not going to change jobs. <laughs> Let me tell you what he did. He had a contract on this house. He was getting ready to get married. He was so excited he was going to move into this house. And uh, so... He had gone to work. He was a salaried employee, and he was fine. His loan was pre-approved and everything. But his employer came to him during the mortgage process and said, Hey, uh, Albert, here's the deal. If you'll work as a subcontractor where where you kind of work for yourself, and we don't take out taxes, and we don't do any of that, we don't pay your benefits, but we're going to pay you this huge amount of money. He was like, Wow, I'm going to make more money than when I was a salaried employee, and I'm still going to be working for the same company, right? So he changed over. And when we tried to verify his employment at the very end, you know, we have to verify it right before you close. They were like, oh, no, he he doesn't work for us anymore. He's a subcontractor. You have to have two years history of that kind of employment. Well, I know everybody's holding their breath because everybody feels sorry for Mr. Abbott. I know I did. So what ended up happening with him was, yes, it delayed his closing. The sellers were gracious, and his employer was gracious. And he said, look, Mr. Abbott, we can change you back to a W-2 employee, and you can just stay a W-2 employee for a while. And that's what he did. So it delayed his closing, but we were still able to get him closed. Don't do that, though. Don't change jobs. Don't change the way you are paid. And uh, let's see, before we go to the next thing, I also just want to tell you, if you will go to our blog post on jogarner.com for this show, I've got a lot of other good resources in there for you. If you are struggling or you have credit issues and you need to work them out, I've got some resources, how to contact the bureaus, how to contact Bruce Ralston. I've got all of that in there. 
but you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me, and I hope you do, jogarner.com. In the house, we have Bruce Ralston, uh, attorney who is very well known and loved for debt resolution uh, solutions. And how do we contact you again, Bruce? Uh, Joe, my office number is 901-543-5045. And Mark Loden with um, MKL Personal Monthly Budgeting Service. How do we contact you? Uh, 901-624-0052 or my website mklmonthlybudgetingservice.com. All right. When we come back, we're going to hear some really good real estate tips from Bruce Ralston and Mark Loden. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Garner, your host. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also call me at 901-482-0354. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? In the studio, we have attorney Bruce Ralston, and he is great with debt resolution. And how do we contact you, Bruce? Uh, Joe, my website is memphisdebt.lawyer, and my phone number is uh, 543-5045. And we want to thank our caller that called in earlier. I'm sorry we were having technical problems and we could not take your call, but we appreciate you listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We hope you got Bruce's number. We know you called asking for that. So thank you for your patience. Um, Mark Loden is in the house and Mark has, uh, he is a sponsor, financial sponsor, creating free education and networking to our business community through Talk Shop. And uh, Mark Loden, you have done a lot of great stuff for people in the budgeting area. What are some common uh, challenges that you fix for some of your clients in the budgeting realm? Great question. Um, Cash flow is what I would say is the biggest thing. People have the money to pay their bills, but it's a struggle to pay the bill on time. Now, why is that? So much money comes out of that first paycheck that it makes it almost impossible, certainly difficult to pay it all. So in my budget plan, I rearrange the money where that is never a problem again. Now I'm not going to um, I'm not going to uh, go through the ramifications of that because we'll be here a little bit. But that's what I do. I, they give me the information, I set it up, and then I make that plan for them. All right. Well, we're going to do something we do every week on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and that is the real estate tip of the week. I'm sorry for our <laughs> technical difficulties, but we'll move right on. So, Mark, what is our real estate tip of the week? All right, Joe, I thought I would give you about three reasons why you may need a budget counselor like myself. Uh, I'm going to ask you the following questions. Uh, 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 is your credit, are your credit cards charged to the limit? That lets you know that you need to do something about that and very soon. Uh, do you pay the minimum due or less on your credit cards each month? Did you know that if you took a $2,000 credit card at a 20% interest, and you paid only the minimum amount, it would take you 33 years to pay that credit card off. It'd be $7,000 worth of interest, plus you got to pay the two. That's $9,000 to borrow $2,000. Not a very good choice. And the last, you use cash advances from one credit card to pay off another. You have no plan. You have no goal. You have no direction. I can give you the tools to change that. All right. Mark Loden, and how do we contact you again? 901-624-0052. And Mark, I mean, Bruce Ralston, tell me, what is our tip of the week from your side of the desk? Well, I like to promote the free legal clinics that are in the area. There are a few. There's one at uh, every Thursday afternoon at 1.30 at the 
uh, old courthouse downtown, not 201 Poplar, but this is 140 Adams on the first floor. Uh, and there are usually a few lawyers there willing to answer just about any kind of question. Uh, there's a free legal clinic for veterans on the second Tuesday of every month. You have to call the VA and get, get that set up. You have to be a veteran and get cleared through them. But the biggest and best one is what we call the 2SLAC, the Second Saturday Legal Advice Clinic. Every sa- The second Saturday of every month, so somewhere between the 8th and the 14th, the second Saturday of every month at the main library at 3030 Poplar, there's usually 30 or 40 lawyers there and, and at least 10 paralegals. And so the odds of getting matched up with somebody who knows how to deal with your particular problem are excellent. And just be there at 10 o'clock. There's a long line. We we talk to as many people as we can, and usually by 10 o'clock, we're just about done. But but uh, all questions answered, no questions asked. We, we will do our best to help you, and it doesn't cost a penny. There is no means testing. Anybody can come come sit in and ask questions. Excellent tip. Excellent tip. Okay, from Bruce Ralston. Well, I've got some talk shop announcement. Talk, uh, talk shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk shop meets every Wednesday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. over at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar Avenue, first floor, Memphis, Tennessee. And this Wednesday, February 5th, 2020, Dr. Richard Ranta, founder and dean emeritus of the College of Communication and Fine Arts at Uni- uh, University of Memphis, He's also the past chairman of the Memphis and Shelby County Film and Television Commission. Dr. Ronta is going to be presenting the latest on filming in Memphis, Tennessee. For more information about Talk Shop, go to talkshoppe.com. Talk Shop events are free thanks to advertisers like Mark McLaurin, owner of the HV, and he's an HVAC strategist and repairman at Refrigeration Unlimited. And you can reach Mark McLaurin at myhvacman.com. Thank you also to Leanne Morse of All Things New. Leanne specializes in helping people downsize and move into different lifestyles and different spaces. Leanne can make the move easier, more enjoyable. Contact Leanne at 901-488-9733. The Tigers are playing basketball today, everybody, so go Tigers! And uh, we want to remind you that Let's stay in touch. You can subscribe at jogarner.com. We'll send you the Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast. We'll even throw the show notes in there for you. We won't sell your email. We want to stay friends. Uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. You know, I've got a couple of quotes, Bruce, on debt. Okay, this one's from Earl Wilson. If you think nobody cares if you're alive... Mark, this goes back to what you said, (laughs) Earl Wilson. Okay, he says, if you think nobody cares if you're alive, try missing a couple of car payments. You 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 will find out quick. Here's an American proverb. In God we trust, all others pay cash. Yes, yes, I can see that. (laughs) So, um, uh, Bruce, is there anything else that you would like to cover before we go off the air? Uh, I would just like to say that there's almost always an answer, especially with student loans. People will say that you can't fix student loans, can you? Well, yeah, you can. Not every time, but but quite often I can do a lot more than you might think with student loans. Yeah, and you can, and you're known. You're the only student loan specialist in West Tennessee, aren't That's you? That's right. I'm literally the only lawyer this side of Nashville in Tennessee who deals with student loans. 
isn't that something? Well, in the mortgage field right now, what's trending is taking advantage of some bottom rates. I mean, since this virus has broken out in China, it has caused people to flee some, from some stock markets and put their money into 10-year bonds, which causes the yield to go down, which causes, guess what? our mortgage prices to go down. So we're seeing lower rates than we've seen since 2016. So if you're sitting on the fence about buying a house, if you're sitting on the fence because you thought, well, maybe one day I should refinance and get rid of all these double-digit debt that is accumulated and get it on one single interest rate, very low interest rate that's fixed forever, and then work on paying my mortgage off early, listen, it's not tomorrow, it's today that you need to do that. So give me a call after the show at 901-482-0354. This opportunity is here. Don't miss it. Mark Loden, do you have anything you'd like to add? Uh, You can be taught how to handle money. It's something that we're not taught in our schools and educations. You just you kind of learn it from osmosis, I suppose. But I can teach you and give you the the tools that you need. I'd love for you to give me a call, 901-624-0052. All right. Remember, the higher your credit score, uh, the better, the lower your rate. And the lower your credit score, the higher your rate. You want to be on a high credit score, low rate. <laughs> and, uh, you know, those are just some tips that I have for you there. And uh, we've been talking about avoiding the pitfalls of debt resolution when it comes to qualifying for a mortgage. You got the right people in the place here. Uh, we've got Bruce Ralston, we've got Mark Loden, myself, and there are others out there. Get with your realtor this week. Get with your realtor this week. If you're thinking about buying a house and they say, well, you can't do that, it's too competitive, let me tell you that you can. But just like the Flannery, sometimes it takes strategy and it takes a little tenacity. You've been listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, and I'm a mortgage officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Connect with Bruce Ralston. Connect with Mark Loden. And we look forward to seeing you guys back next week. See you then.